1: Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary Tony Walker. If you got it,
0: you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do them that have it. Get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. The madness began on January 30th, 2020. The International Health Regulations Emergency Committee of the World Health Organization declared the outbreak of something called the novel coronavirus, a public health emergency of international concern. This novel coronavirus, which nobody saw coming, is now the public eye 24-7, with panic appearing to be set in the minds of people worldwide. This panic in this country is evidenced by a client of mine who went to a very large grocery store yesterday and noticed that the entire stock of toilet paper, of all things, had been wiped clean, no uh, pun intended, from the shelves of this grocery store. So it appears to be infecting all aspects of our lives, and while we would never want to downplay anything potentially serious like this virus or any virus, especially the additional risks it poses to the elderly, and those are, for whatever reason, more susceptible to getting sick for even dying from this virus, the subsequent panic of this new virus has sent the stock market and possibly your 401k into a deep dive. So what does all this mean when it comes to your money, and more specifically, your retirement? Assuming you have your money invested in the stock market, should you get out or stay in? Surprisingly, these are not questions that savers should be asking themselves. These are questions left to those who I call investors or speculators. And this is why today's show is going to talk about flipping the switch from investing your money and putting it to risk to protecting your money so you can more predictably use and enjoy it while you still can. Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am that little man in the sweater vest, retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And today, I'm going to help you flip the switch on the simplest and most profound idea for savers, and that's moving from investing your money, in other words, trying to time the stock market, which I would say is a fool's game, and instead, better protecting your money with a more Prudent approach for savers, but first, before we get into the meat of today's show, allow me to introduce America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, and it sounds like uh, it's not the coronavirus at the uh, Orander household that's got everybody up at night, but uh, somebody's got their nights and days mixed up over uh, there. At the Orander yeah, our household. youngest
1: daughter Lily, she's yeah, she's we're afraid she's got her nights and her days mixed up. She's taking great naps during the day and it's like oh she's taking good naps <laughs> and then the past two or three nights she's woken up at about one two o'clock in the morning just wide awake she's ready to go run a marathon she's so awake
0: <laughs> Well, that's kind of what it must take after dad you tend to take good naps around the office i've noticed during yeah, the day yeah, yeah. And up at night so it's <laughs> like father like daughter oh what was that i'm sorry what'd you say <laughs> <laughs> oh man by the way, I uh, I saw the recent show we did for T V about uh, our three hundredth episode. Yeah. And the little skit you put on. Folks if you ever, ever wanna check out the Worry for Retirement TV show? It's 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 a fun filled action packed thirty minutes, but uh on there, we were talking about the well. You have to watch it, I guess. Aaron has a nice little skit on there about when he went to Hollywood. Did you have fun out there?
1: Oh yeah, it was a good time. I got some friends out there. I Got to see him for a little bit. Did a little bit of work, you know. And good. I
0: understand you missed out on a part, so you'll have to see. Yeah, if beat you yeah, out, I that didn't was get surprising. It. I didn't get it. Went to somebody else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what now? Well, seriously, what do you think about this coronavirus? You're a typical consumer out there. I mean, you and I haven't even really talked about it. Uh, uh, yesterday in our planning meeting for the show, we touched on what we were going to talk about on the show, but I didn't really even ask your opinion of it. What is your thoughts on the coronavirus?
1: Uh, my personal opinion, I mean, it's a virus just like any other virus, and uh, I think it may be getting a little blown out of proportion. I think this is not the first time we've we've had this global pandemic scare you know we go back to the days of the swine flu h1n1 and i'm sars i mean all these other things i mean yeah i I don't know what it is but uh you know i do know that you know wall street's taking it pretty seriously
0: yeah (laughs) it is an election year wall street's taking it seriously yeah in case you've been living under a cave as we record this show on march 10th 2020 uh, the stock market, in fact, it's kind of interesting here, and I was looking back at the actual stock market gains over the last 12 months, which were immense. If you had money in the stock market 12 months ago today, even though it went up tremendously over the last 12 months, guess what? You're right back to where you started. You're right back to square one. <laughs> so all those gains you thought, listen closely, folks, all those gains you thought were in your pocket were really on paper, And we're going to talk about that today. You know, back to this uh, flu thing real quick, or the viruses or whatever. You know, we don't want to make light of things. We forget. I was doing some research. You remember smallpox before they found a vaccine for that. Do you know how many people they estimated it killed over the last hundred years? This is according to Wikipedia. Smallpox? Smallpox. How many people it's killed over the last hundred years? I
1: don't know. I'll say 5,000.
0: No, according to Wikipedia. Let me double check this real quick. I mean, this almost doesn't even sound accurate 500 million 500 million let me look at that That sounds like something joe biden oh my gosh i wasn't even close (laughs) wait a minute now smallpox i gotta look this up Uh, um eradicated viral disease here was the article wikipedia which i guess you can believe everything wikipedia says let's see here it is we're offended yeah deaths including four reigning monarchs the queen blah 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 smallpox is estimated to have killed up to 300 million people In the 20th century and around 500 million in the last hundred years. So, I guess you look back to some of the past, uh, whoo, that's now that's pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, If we were, that would worry me. If we looked out the window right now and it looked like Dawn of the Dead out there and people were just (laughs) dropping like flies, to me that's pandemic, not there's been 18 cases in the last, I don't know. Again, we don't want to make light of this, folks, but my gosh, that's one thing we're going to talk about today. And in fact, uh, remember that book I wrote, Don't Follow the Herd? That's right, yeah. With the cows jumping off the cliff. kind of. Thi- I- I'm kind of almost seeing this a little bit. Everybody, including apparently running over the local grocery store and buying up all the toilet paper. I mean, I think there's a little bit of a panic going on here. And everybody's kind of following suit and watching what everybody else does. Now, I had a very informal survey yesterday. We call it focus group because I meet so many people. You know how many people I met yesterday. You saw them all traipsing in and out here. Yeah. Well, including couples... I met over thirty people yesterday. When you include couples, and I asked every one of them, I'd go out. I, 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 first of all, I wanted to know, are they going to offer to shake my hand? And guess what? Every one of them stuck their hand out. Okay. We shook hands. A couple kidding around. We tapped elbows. <laughs> uh, obviously, I was using hand sanitizer. We were all making sure that we washed our hands. Blah blah blah. But. I'd ask him, are you worried about this? And they said, well, no, I'm more worried about what the heck it's doing to my 401k plan. In fact, I had one gentleman say, I wished I had gone on and moved my money over to you three or four months ago. I wished I'd met you then. Because now, because he asked me, it's down a bunch. I mean, he's lost a lot of money. He said, well, should I move it or wait? And I said, to be honest... You know, you're relatively young. Why don't you just wait it out? I mean, if you now, I've had some people come in that are in their mid late 60s and they said, forget it. I'm just done with all this nonsense and they're moving their money over. So it's a tough dilemma, folks. I'm not going to try to tell anybody how to time the stock market. Are we at a bottom? Are we at the top? I don't know. But that's the purpose of today's show. We're going to talk about how we arrange things in our split IRA concept. And then I'm going to go over something in terms of why I'm not panicking. So what we're gonna do when I come back, I'm gonna talk to you about why I'm not panicking about the stock market or the results thereof of this coronavirus. And more importantly, why the vast, vast majority of my clients at Tony Walker Financial are not panicking either. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am a retirement planning specialist, and I guess I can say it now, right? Best-selling author? That's right. Okay, yeah. And In case uh, uh, we kind of forgot to tell you, the book Live Well, Die Broke has done really, really well. We're appreciative of the fact that it hit the number one bestseller list in its category on Amazon on the release on February 26th. It is now available on paperback. A lot of people, we've got the ebook version, and they were asking, so now if you go to Amazon.com, uh, live Well, Die Broke, the paperback's available for $9.99. I mean, $9.99, and it could change your life, Aaron. That's the buy of the week, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So uh, get that book. I think you'll really enjoy it. And it's exactly what we're talking about, folks. I mean, this money, this money that you right now you're looking at, even if it's gone down, sitting there in your 401k, this money sitting even in the bank, uh, this money you have that might be in an annuity, this money you have that... Uh, You're getting ready to receive through an inheritance. This money means nothing. I always say it's really not real until that money is converted to cash, put into your pocket, and spent to be used and enjoyed. That's really all this money is. So with that said, though, it's so ironic that most people are afraid to spend money. Now, why would you think, Aaron, in all my research and meeting with thousands and thousands of people over the past 35 years, why do you think deep down, and especially retirees, this shows really for people retired or nearing retirement, are afraid to spend their money.
1: They're afraid they're gonna run out.
0: Oh, very good, Mr.
1: Orander. They're afraid the coronavirus is gonna hit and they're just gonna have to have more toilet paper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I still gotta figure out. Well, okay, I was kidding around with a guy. I I said, why in the world is everybody out stocking up on toilet paper? Well, he looked at me like I was an idiot and said, well, Tony, if they stay home, long enough, if they're afraid to get out in public, they'll need toilet paper. And I thought, see, that's not the way my mind works. Why right, would yeah, I just stay I home? But I guess that's true. Yeah, if you barricaded yourself in your house, and I guess loaded up on what? I don't know, I don't know what you'd eat for two weeks. I'm not one of those, I don't know what I would do for two. I guess we'd go out and eat grass. I don't <laughs> think I have enough food to last two weeks. Although my wife's gotten on this big thing, here and she's gone to These places on these websites where you can order pizza from Chicago, and all of a sudden she's got lobster being flown in from Maine. I said, How much is this stuff costing, Susan? Oh, don't worry about it. It's so we're ordering. Yeah, all this. She
1: told you don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry, hey, don't about, worry
0: about, it. about it, Tony. It's fine. Well, you know what, though, one of my chapters in the book, Life is Too Short to Eat Cheap Bacon, so I can't say anything. She's practicing what I preach. So, okay, but so isn't it interesting? We're talking about, uh, for a serious note here, okay, death, right? You know, everybody's going to die. The coronavirus has killed a few people. We're not making light of that. But did you realize, study after study of retirees, Aaron, the number one fear is not death, it's running out of money in retirement. So, folks, you're sitting there and you've got your money, many of you, not all of you, many of you have got most of your money at risk in something that is so unpredictable the stock market. Something that nobody can control. I don't care who they are. Uh, again, probably very few people pulled all their money out of the stock market. You know, as soon, We didn't. We manage money for people. When I heard about this coronavirus in China, I didn't literally just pull all the money out. Otherwise, I'm trying to time the market. I could have missed it, and it could have gone up, and we could have missed it. You know, so for the most part, folks, the majority, vast majority, of even the so-called experts don't know what this stock market is going to do. So why in the world... If you're retired or nearing retirement, would you put all of your money at risk in the stock market knowing that if you do, you could run out of money? That doesn't make sense, does it? No. But people do it time and time again, and I guess that's just it. Why do people do it? It's the follow the herd mentality. It's the fear of missing out. People don't want to feel like they're missing out. And as we just discussed, if you're just now joining us, if you had all your money in the stock market a year ago and made all that money, if you didn't take it out, spend it, enjoy it, It's all gone on paper anyway. It's not there. And you're in a dilemma now because you know, you're reminded how risky things can be. And my question is if you're a saver, somebody more concerned about the return of your money than on it, why don't we talk? Why don't we sit down and talk about something I call the split IRA concept? Now, let me say this an IRA is a qualified account. IRAs are set up for tax purposes or IRAs are set up when somebody wants to roll their 401k over to somebody like us. We put it in an individual retirement account so we can maintain the tax deferral treatment of it. But this doesn't have to be an IRA. The split IRA concept, what we're doing is, if you can visualize this, again, go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or you can go to our YouTube channel and watch this stuff. I talk about it all the time. But the split IRA conceptualize this, think about it, we take some of your money depending on how much you want you know what we call liquid and depending on how much possibly you want in the stock market and we put that money in what we call our Charles Schwab bucket Charles Schwab is a custodian they're not affiliated with us in any way they just hold on to the money Tony Walker financial manages it we manages it we manage it for a very very competitive fee of 8 tenths of 1% a year I met with somebody last night, Aaron, that's moving their money over. The main reason they're moving their money over is not that they don't like their broker. They couldn't figure out the fees. Well, I did. I got all the statements. We researched it. The broker is charging almost 2% per year. Now that's ridiculous. So that means on a $200,000 account, their broker charges $4,000. We charge $1,600. That's a savings of $2,400. That's a lot of money.
1: You've told me stories before about how, you know, people who, have met with their broker and whenever they bring up the fees, the brokers change the topic or they tell them, don't worry about it. And I always just wonder like, why wouldn't I worry about that?
0: That's yeah. my money. Why, why wouldn't I worry about that? Can you yeah. imagine going, I always use this analogy, but it's, it's absurd. Can you imagine uh, let's say you need a new set of tires and you go down to the tire dealership here and he looks at your car and says, oh yeah, Aaron, We can give you four ba- brand new spanking new tires. We've got the best mechanics in the world. We'll put those on. We'll have you out of here by noon. You go, great. What's it going to cost? Well, I don't worry about it. What's the matter? yeah. Yeah, they'll be good tires. Or they'll say this, it's competitive. What's that mean? I mean, competitive as compared to what? So, folks, you have, first of all, every right to understand the fees. But let's get back on this in the essence of time. Okay, so it's very, very competitive, low-cost fees, some of the lowest in the industry, and it's highly flexible. With this Charles Schwab account, the reason we like to put some of our clients' money in there is they might need it or they need current income. You know, folks, again, we're preaching spend and enjoy your money. Well, it's hard to do that if all your money is locked up. Uh, This is the scary part about people putting money, uh, all their money in annuities. As much as we love annuities, you put 90 to 100 percent of your money in annuities, which some advisors recommend, uh, that's almost malpractice. I mean, you you cannot get that money out without severe penalties. So you don't want to do that. Now, let's go back to that bucket, Charles Schwab, and we'll use the example of $100,000. So let's say you put $30,000 in the Charles Schwab bucket. Um, We can invest that in one of five portfolios. These portfolios go anywhere from 0% in the stock market to about 80% in the stock market. So if you want to take that portion of money, that 30%, and put it in the Charles Schwab bucket, that's fine. We'll do that for you. And we'll manage it. We'll pick everything for you. We'll send you money when you need it. If you have changes, you let us know. We take care of everything. Now what do we do with that 70% that's left, or in this case, 70,000? Had a gentleman came in last night, Aaron, and he's going to do this. We can either put that in what's called a fixed annuity with no income rider or we can put it in a fixed indexed annuity with an income rider. Now. The fixed annuity without the income rider comes with zero fees. How do you like the sound of that, Aaron? Nice. Nope. That, we get paid a commission up front. There's surrender charges, blah, blah, blah. We can we can tell you how that works. But bottom line is you, he puts the 70000 in. The 70000 goes to work immediately, and there are no recurring fees. So, And it's completely risk-free. Can't lose it. If the stock market crashes tomorrow, your, your principal's protected. Sound pretty good so far? Yeah. yeah. And then you can take out up to 10% penalty free every year if you need it. When you die, the penalties are waived. Uh, If you had to go in a nursing home, you could get it all out without penalty. And again, no fee, no risk. And that's what he's going to do. He said, well, I don't really need any income for now, so we're not going to put an income rider on. Incidentally, usually if you put an income rider on, that means that you are going to have to pay the insurance company an additional fee they usually run about 1% a year. So we, we would meet with you to determine if you want an income rider, which that's where we get our mailbox money from, or whether you just want to do what we call an accumulation play, uh, no income rider. So the beauty of this thing, Aaron, is they got two buckets. One that's protected, is not affected by the stock market, and that's where a lot of our clients have a lot of their money. That's why they're not worried. The market's gone down. Now, they may not make anything this year, let's say, but they didn't lose anything. But they, and they didn't, didn't have lose any, it, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't have any sleepless nights. So, you know, they don't have to sit around and think, okay, Tony, do we move in, do we move out? You just leave it there and leave it alone. It can only go up. It can never go down. Then the Schwab side, depending on where they've invested it, even if we had it in an aggressive account and the, and the market's gone down a little bit, you know what I tell them, hey, we, we knew that that could happen. Thank goodness it's not 100% of our money like a gentleman last night. He's got 100% of his money in the market. Uh, it's estimated, he doesn't even want to look now, he said, not counting yesterday, which the market really went down a lot yesterday, he's lost about $100,000 in just the last couple of months. That's a lot of money to lose that quickly. So we're never going to lose that kind of money because, again, we never have that much money in the stock market. So if that's you, if you're sitting there going, yeah, I don't really have a system of figuring out how to really protect my money, Tony. I just keep hearing everybody tell me to invest it and hang in there when the bad time comes. If you're tired of that kind of talk if you're retired or nearing retirement and you realize you gotta get this store sh- this stuff short up, you don't have a lot of time to waste trying to figure out what the market's gonna do or if it goes down, waiting for it to come back up, stay tuned, the last segment, I'm gonna help you think through what I call the pie. How do we understand what piece of the pie to have in the market and what not to have exposed to risk and uncertainty? You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. I'll be right back.
1: And now it's time for Tony in the Trenches.
0: Our Tony in the Trenches comes from Sam out of Louisville. He says, Tony, I recently attended a dinner seminar and was told that one way to mitigate losses from the stock market in my 401k is by investing in an annuity that pays a bonus. Uh, Sam goes on to say, this fellow that hosted the seminar said that he has an annuity that pays a 10% upfront bonus. Now, that sounds too good to me. Uh, Why would anybody give me free money? Again, thank you, Sam, for the email. Really good question. So basically, there are annuities, and we sell a lot of these annuities, that pay what we call bonuses. And yes, it is free money, but I always say free money with a catch. Uh, Aaron, do you really believe we won't pick on any pizza company, even though they don't charge for delivery, do you really believe that's free? No. I mean, yeah, well, you said, well, what, Tony, I didn't pay anything out of my pocket. So how do they recoup the charge that you know they have to incur by somebody driving all over Louisville or wherever delivering pizzas? Well, they probably put a delivery fee on there. They've got the...
1: Guy asking for tips. I mean, they, you know,
0: they're couldn't, trying to well, get their money. Yeah, exactly. But couldn't you also just say, wait a minute, that pizza costs us two dollars to make, because we got to pay, you know, Fred to drive pizzas all over town. Why don't we just charge two fifty for the pizza? Right. Right. You just build it into the price. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But that's one way you cover it, right? So it's not really free. It's free to the client in terms of they don't come out of their pocket and pay extra. Well, folks, that's the same way with annuities. Annuities are commission-based products. So what happens if you put $100,000 with an insurance company for an annuity, it goes through an agent. We're licensed agents to sell annuities and most of these dinner seminars. That's what they're going to be talking about. They're going to be pitching annuities. So you might as well understand how these things work and how people are paid. So they're not really free. And certainly if they're going to add on a bonus, let's go back to the pizza again. If the pizza folks say, hey, by the way, for a limited time, if you call now, and order uh, a deep dish pizza, we're gonna throw in or order breadsticks, free. Yeah, you might say it's free, but nobody's giving anything away from free. That costs something for those breadsticks. And maybe it's the deep dish pizza that happens to have uh, sausage and zucchini. You gotta order those to get it, <laughs> right? So there's there's a catch. Yeah, you might get free. Same way with these bonuses. So what happens on these bonuses, folks, you've gotta be very careful because yes, it is real money, it's put into the contract. But in most cases, there can either be a fee for the bonus, believe it or not, there's a company that does that, which really doesn't make a lot of sense because they're gonna take back the fees and just recoup their bonus they gave you. So That's that's definitely not a great deal for you. So you gotta ask, okay, if there's a bonus, do I have to pay an additional fee? Ask the insurance agent that's selling annuity. And then secondly, you gotta ask yourselves, well, what about the crediting rate? So a lot of these indexed annuities have crediting rates. This is where it gets complicated. And what I've found over the years is, yeah, they'll pay the bonuses, but usually the crediting rates or what they're going to pay internally are not as high. So just be aware of these bonuses, folks. My suggestion before you run out and buy an annuity or go to a dinner seminar uh, who's pitching these annuities, be sure to go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, download the Annuity Decision Guide for Savers. This is a great little booklet I wrote. And then by all means, talk to us before you rush out and buy an annuity. I think you'll be glad you did. All right. In our closing time, let's talk about the pie. So Aaron, we're imagining uh, Grandma Moses baked you a pie. And in that, she's not really sure what flavor of pie you enjoy. So she's gonna try something different. She's going to create a pie. Imagine this could be a mess, but it's kind of fun to think about. And this pie is gonna have some flavors of pecan, some chess pie, and some chocolate and strawberry pie okay all in different slivers you're right gotcha so what grandma moses decided to do is she found out ahead of time that you like chocolate pie occasionally but not all the time in fact if you eat too much chocolate pie uh you found out that she found out that you get allergic to chocolate pie if you eat too much so grandma moses because she cares greatly for aaron she goes in and creates a pie and in a sliver there's only about 20 percent of that pie that's chocolate and you said, Grandma Moses, that's very good. You're looking out for my well-being. You you have my best interest at heart. You could have just given me a whole chocolate pie because right. I'd have eaten it, right? Because it's so good. But she knew what? Why did she not give you the whole chocolate pie? She knew it could be harmful to harmful you. Harmful to you. So what we do, folks, is in this example, let's imagine the chocolate is the stock market. And we've created for you in the split IRA concept, we realize that you don't mind eating chocolate pie occasionally But you're 65 years of age, and if you put all your eggs in that basket, if you put all of that pie into chocolate pie, it could make you deathly ill. It's not good for you. So we do the same thing with the stock market. So let's say of $100,000, we put $20,000 in the chocolate, that's the stock market, and $80,000 in the flavors of the pie that we know are not harmful. The chest and the strawberry and you know, the pecan, let's say. So even if you eat all of the 20% of the chocolate pie, even if you down it and get sick, it's not as bad as if you'd eaten 100%. So think about this. So let's imagine we take the split IRA concept, you give us $100,000, you roll your 401k over, we put $80,000 in either bank instruments, government bonds, or fixed annuities, all safe stuff. Safe to eat, you're not going to lose, probably won't lose any money with any of it. And now we only have 20% in our Charles Schwab platform, 20,000, and of that, we only have 50% in the stock market. So now if you do the math real quick, that means that out of that 100,000, after all this going on internally that we're helping with, you only have $10,000 exposed to the stock market. So even if the stock market dropped 50%, Aaron, with only 10% of it out of the 100 exposed, that means you would only lose $5,000. Out of a hundred, out of a hundred, out of a hundred. Okay. So if you had a hundred thousand dollars, like my gentleman friend that just came in last night, that cannot move his money now because he's lost. He's got all his money in the stock market. If the market goes down fifty percent, he goes from a hundred to fifty thousand. So folks, think of that pie analogy. You've got to look at the whole pie, not just the piece of the pie. Where is all of your money invested? Are you a saver? Are you an investor? Are you a speculator? Then, with a trained retirement specialist such as us. Then you can comfortably say, okay, all right, I'm okay putting X amount into the stock market. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to try to time the market. Folks, that's what we do. We try to help people worry less about money because we're really good at helping savers do so. We set up game plans that are written, laid out, and best of all, we help you monitor your progress. So don't sit around there and feel like there's nothing you can do just because we got a coronavirus and a down stock market. There's always planning you can do whether the stock market's up or down so give us an opportunity to work with you just call us or let us know how we can help by logging on to tonywalkerfinancial.com once there click on that let's get started button and we'd be happy to meet with you in person at no cost or obligation to you that's tonywalkerfinancial.com well until next week we're going to talk about flipping the switch on retirement yep we're going to talk about saving versus spending good stuff coming your way but you remember between now and next week if all else fails, you be worry free. Get it? Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.